Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Will has been left changed by his experience being assaulted by the shadow monster last episode. His body temperature is dropping and he's experiencing a psychic connection to the monster, which is compelling him to speak and behave strangely. Will eventually makes a series of hundreds of crayon drawings that Hopper and Joyce manage to connect into a larger collage that seems to display a sequence of vines, which Will explains bring death. Armed with this new information, Hopper starts digging up the blighted pumpkin patches, where he discovers a network of tunnels underground that are riddled with upside-down corruption. Nancy and Jonathan are detained by the Hawking's lab before they can meet with Barb's mother. The almost certainly evil Dr. Paul Reiser explains that he must contain the truth just as he contains the portal growth, giving them a demonstration of their flamethrower maintenance technique. Nancy gets the entire exchange on tape, and after leaving says she wants to burn the lab down. Eleven is stuck cleaning the cabin after her and Hopper have a knockdown dragout fight over her escape last episode, where she discovers a box of Hopper's Hawkins lab research under the floorboards. Her snooping leads her to make brief contact with her mother, Terry Ives, via the astral plane, before her mom dissolves into smoke, which shatters Eleven. Max decides that she's had enough of the boys freezing her out and makes a dramatic exit from the group. The boys struggle throughout the episode to find Dart, while Dustin conceals the fact that he is sheltering the upside-down creature in his turtle tank. Dustin makes a grisly discovery when he arrives back home. Dart has transformed into a baby Demogorgon and is feasting on the family cat. Welcome to Dungeons and Demogorgons, the officially unofficial podcast for Stranger Things on Netflix. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we just watched season two, episode four, titled Chapter Four, Will the Wise. Uh, what'd you think of this episode? Another winner, man. Yeah. Uh, like, I was totally off on what was going to happen to Will. <laughs> no, he is not normal. No, no, no. He's not even normal body temperature. Nope. Uh, and I like the development they're given with uh L, I'm actually, I really liked what they did with Max here, because, like, at the beginning of this episode, after the third time, like, the billionth time they've locked her out of an AV meeting, I'm like, Jesus Christ, why don't you just say this is bullshit? And right. then, like, next scene, she's like, this is bullshit. <laughs> and it's so, I what I think is brilliant, well, first, uh, what I think is brilliant about this is, like, how they take common, like, parent and child fears, and they put this science fiction bent um and or like like even common family di- dynamics and mm-hmm. like the first season is what if your child's kidnapped mm-hmm. um only like the worst version of that is he's 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 literally being tortured in this other dimensional thing that you can't understand and can't reach and like it's 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 that and like i think yeah. there's a little bit of um 
you know, like with Hopper and Eleven, they're having like your average father-daughter teenage strife conflict, but it's like the highest stakes possible. It's not that she's going to make time with that no good ne'er-do-well Mike. It's that she's going to get picked up and destroyed by the federal government or put in, put back into a lab. So, mm-hmm. like, they keep ramping. I, I even think there's a little bit of, like um, – like, 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 continue to be child abduction or abuse here going on of the will because, you know, Joyce desperately wants to keep her son safe, but she's like, like, what if your son was abducted or abused and you can't stop the abuser from coming in and doing more harm whenever they want? Like, it's the yeah. most, it's the most horrifying version of all this, and which is why it works so well and is so con- so compelling. Yeah, and I think, it, you know, in as much as Hopper identified with Joyce last season over uh, Will's being missing, yeah. I think he's going to identify more with her this season over Will, over her inability to stop what's happening to Will. You know, yeah, Um, we saw a lot of flashbacks last season with Hopper being powerless um, when his daughter was essentially dying of fever, I think is is what it was. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. This season, the same is happening to Will, except it's the opposite. He's getting colder and colder, you know? Yeah. Uh, I I felt like you got we're getting uh, frustrated with the dynamic between Elle and Hopper. Do you want to talk about that? Because I I, want to see. Yeah. um, Frustrated with the dynamic. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think Elle herself is getting frustrated because it's very much Hopper is putting her in a similar situation to the to the lab. You yeah. know, she is confined in this place. It might be for her own good. It might be for her protection, but she's right. still confined. Yeah, yeah. She's still going to feel the same way she felt before. It's just now she doesn't have to kill cats. Yeah, which uh, is an upgrade, and she can watch television. It is, but is it a satisfying and... upgrade? You know, it's satisfying for the first 300-plus days, but now we're talking about a year in, and yeah. she is getting antsy, and totally understandable. No, it's it's totally understandable, and that's why I said like, it's it works so good because it's like the stakes couldn't be higher because I was thinking, like, you know, like, if, if you have your kid and like it's a Diary of Anne Frank situation where you're hiding from the Nazis or... You're hiding from a thing that, like, if you if it got out that you were in the place that you're at, like, your life would literally be over. Yeah. How long do you stay in the attic? Uh-huh. You know, like, how long do you, is, like, five years or a year, five years, ten years? When do you're like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to roll my dice and take the chance with the Nazi. And with this, you know, Levin being a little girl with very little context, like, she's not had a normal life. She's been in one type of confinement to the other. But then you can also see Hopper's frustration and rage because he knows, like, look, I get it. This is this is like a lot of your life, and it's a bullshit situation. But also, I need to keep you safe. Yeah, I, I just think it's comp- I, I just think it's compelling as hell. Um, it is, yeah. Um, th- that's why I'm I'm not sure I'm getting frustrated with the dynamic. I think it's just a frustrating situation for everyone, right? You know, um, right. And the how the you, dynamic also, is still interesting, too. And that's the thing, like, in a normal father-daughter type of relationship, you can, for better or worse, effectively confine your child. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, they have to get much older before they can, like, you know, fully, uh, you know, just, like, start breaking down doors and breaking out windows. But, like, Eleven is literally the super child. Uh-huh. You know, you how you know how does mom, pa, Kent discipline Superman? Right. Exactly. They never deal with that in the comics. He's just like the perfect child. Of so, course he is. Yeah. Um, here it's, it's, there's it's, some angst. I'm sure you know? someone will send me an email. Actually, in Action Comics number 473, <laughs> he tags Clark uses his laser vision. He, to... he tags the water tower with graffiti. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> Ooh, so and, bad. And and Pa Kent has to get a Kryptonian paddle. Was Superman to... at the party at Tina's house? Is that at what you're is that what you're hypothesizing? No. With the tagging? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, that was back in his youth. He doesn't do that anymore. Uh, um but yeah, no, I I just jeez, it's amazing. It's, it's cool too because they're in some ways they're keeping it very grounded and small. Uh you know, even though it's this big deal, it's this epic scope of like the FBI and this yeah. manhunt and all that kind of stuff. But you still like when Elle comes home and she sees Hopper on the porch waiting for her, I think every kid knows that feeling oh, yeah. of sneaking out and coming home and know you got to pay the piper. Right? right. Like shit. I, I wish that I could do this thing and not pay a cost. And <laughs> right. yeah, that's the thing. Like he's explaining to, he's like, okay, well, you know, if you don't want to take my advice, then there's no more TV, no more egos and all that. And I guess the thing that surprised me is how much Hopper loses his shit here. And how much he's not able to, you know, apologize for it later on. I don't know. Like I said, I don't like if I was in an Anne Frank situation with my son mm-hmm. and I turn my back for one second and he sneaks out after a year and, and gets spotted by the fucking uh, goose step and dipshit brigade. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Like, I would be furious. I'd be beside myself. And like, yeah, but I don't know that screaming at her is going to help the situation. I get it, problem. but I'm saying like when you're in a situation where you're that scared and angry, yeah, like you mind. don't you don't get that and I think they was they they were both went there. And yeah. it's scary because like, you know, elk fucking tear him in half. That's, that's the, the thing I kept worrying about is it's Hopper's a flip safety. Because like in like that's the thing you always got to keep in mind when you're like go like when you get angry at your children is like you are a monster compared to them. Like you could just destroy them physically if you wanted to. It's a scary situation. It's like you know, if a fucking 800-pound gorilla was screaming in your face, where yeah. that same dynamic, because Hopper's huge, and he's just mm-hmm. physically tough, and Elle's this little girl, but, again, the science fiction concept allows him to flip that in hand, where he's, like, genuinely scared at one point when she throws the book at him and starts throwing furniture at him, like, yeah. he's he goes from angry, he's, he's actually scared in that scene. Yeah, and I, I was not super worried until she called him Papa because I had made that connection but right. the moment she makes that connection yeah. she's called Papa a bad man yeah she called Dr. Brenner a bad man and yeah and I was really worried for Hopper at that point like is Hopper gonna die in this scene or get very badly <laughs> oh, injured depends on how dark they want to get in the show which yeah. that's that's a question I have for a lot of this stuff because I don't uh, think they're afraid to go there sometimes. I don't think they are either. But on the other hand, I don't want to see uh, <laughs> L squash Hopper's skull like no, a rotten God, pumpkin. No. I don't want to see. I don't want to see Will turn into the fucking fly. Right? They are not afraid to go there, especially when it comes to Will. Yeah. Because holy shit, and also, they are fucking up Will. Also, this little kid. I might retroactively give you a, a baldy just by herself this year because his when he's trying, like his mother tells him that like no more secrets or lies, and he's like spilling out all this truth he can barely explain. He's just got this wide eyed, like terrified look. Is just. She, yeah, it, it's uh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. All these kids are so goddamn good. Yeah, and it really helps with um, I guess Will's size, like him being so such a Slight. small, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to say frail kid, but he, you know, he's definitely smaller than the other boys. Right. Um, that certainly adds to it, and you're like, oh god, I feel so bad for this kid. Yeah. Uh, 
maybe we should talk about what's happening to Will. So he thought it wanted everyone else. I guess it also wants him. Well, uh, it wants to kill for, everyone else. That yeah, was for the what purpose? What does it want Will it for? It seems like it's fucking colonizing him, man. So I don't know what that means. I don't know what right. the tunnels mean, but like he's going to be the Borg Queen? I, I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. So he spawned Dart. Right? It, right. it appears that these creatures are a lot like aliens, except they don't burst out of your chest. They just come out of your mouth. Yeah. Um, but they gestate inside a human being. Is is it possible that this sky monster is gestating inside of Will? And I know. Is that's come what I'm saying. Like, I, bursting out into the real world? Dude, that, that's the kind of body horror that I don't know <laughs> that I'm prepared to deal with uh, when it comes to a 12-year-old little boy. Yeah. No, it's creepy. Um I don't know, man. Uh, the monster likes it cold. I guess it has been a really cold October. Do you think there's like a connection they're making there? Totally. And that's, I think, you know, one of the things in the preview I said, how are they going to plausibly explain how they can take a whole year off until the next chapter? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, October is traditionally cold. where it starts getting frosty in Indiana. So they they can't stand heat it seems yeah. like like maybe if you could strap will down and submerge him into like just under scalding water it would retard the growth of this stuff or i don't know maybe, or maybe kill even it. drive it out yeah 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 that would be because flamethrowers just seem like they're totally lethal which flamethrowers were i wonder in... why the demogorgon was able to shrug off being set on fire yeah. last season yeah that's like a it, good it, question there, it certainly fucked it up but didn't really diminish its capacity for mayhem and mischief yeah Speaking um, of, it did retreat though into it did, the it upside did force down it again. To retreat, you're so, right. The other thing is this. Ba- and, and well, they're real quick before we get away from the heat. They're also mm. doing the same thing with Dart, right? Like the lamps being pointed right, at it. Right. They've been hinting at that for a while. Right. And I wonder. I'm starting to wonder if like Will will start to experience like sunlight sensitivity because yeah. he's already afraid. And I'm not sure. <laughs> are they afraid of water? Mm. Because Dustin mentioned that Dart doesn't need water. Yeah. And they made they kind of confused the issue of Will saying that the water's too hot, but also like that was a really effective scene. Doctor Clark or Mister Clark explaining like an organism's fear response mm-hmm. as we see Will exhibiting all those all those symptoms. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm unclear whether they have a hydrophobia too. This is going to be like some kind of signs type shit, uh, or if it's just the heat. Um, yeah, but, no, that was a creepy scene where he goes to the bathtub and he's like, no, he likes it cold. Right. Well, and the other thing is, like, so Dart Dart seemed very cute and happy and, like, amenable, amenable to, to Dustin in the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. By the end, when it turns, like, it's, it's Demogorgon head flaps turn over, it, like, hisses at him. But I wonder, like, are they going to go with, like, he's going to have a pet Demogorgon or is... Is Dustin gonna have to kill Dart or I mean that's that's my first inclination is I know what this thing turns into. I have to kill it now. Yeah, you have to. And you can't like keep your friends out of the loop for much longer on it either. No. Like you're, you're you can't how keep you gonna... your mom out of the loop. Well, I mean, Jesus Christ, is he gonna like uh, again, how dark is this show going to get? Is like Dustin <laughs> gonna be committed because his mom thinks he killed the cat or I don't know. Uh, that's like that's a permanent consequence a family cat gets like satanically and that's the thing like in the 80s remember the and I wonder if they'll play with this the narrative was D&D is corrupting the youth and introducing satanism and there's satanic cults operating in our sewer systems and they're and they're sacrificing goats and cats and dogs and Mm -hmm. like 
I wonder if Dustin's going to start, like, there's going to be, like, kind of a dark humor thing of his mom wanting to get him help because he's in this D&D. Yeah. And he always talks about these uncanny powers, <laughs> and now he's killed the family cat. That would make a lot of sense. Right. Um, but my predictions have been shit so far. So. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah, at least, at the very least, there's going to be an Operation Cat Murder cover-up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be successful, but he's got to do something about it's this. It's going to be hard because there's blood everywhere in a carpet. And there's yeah. one thing I know about little boys. They are shit at cleaning. Oh, yeah. You know, the other thing we've we've we've, we've talked about to charm the show is the theme of that, like, this kid logic. Mm-hmm. That they can apply these rules of D&D and Star Wars in real life. And there's this thing where, like, Will kind of repudiates that. Because they get to this true site. And they're like, well, this isn't exact fit. And Will's like, well, you know what? This isn't D&D. It's real life. Yeah. Which I wonder if the show is signaling like an approach that like the kids are maturing. So we like that was fun for season one, but now we're going to start like like the kids are going to turn more to like science and empiricism. And I don't I don't know. Yeah, I mean, at some point they probably need to head that direction at least a little bit. Because um, yeah, you're right. When we get to season four or five of this thing, these kids are going to be fifteen to seventeen. Right. Um, they need to start thinking a little less fantastically. And if you don't do that, then you have to posit that like Tolkien and Gary Gwood, well, how do you pronounce the, the Gygax Gygax? Thank you. Uh, had some kind of ethereal knowledge of real upside down shit that <laughs> okay. they encoded in their works. Like you go down that uh, you rabbit could hole go and, down that that road. Yeah, yeah. Like they look up Gary and he's like a wild eyed crazy <laughs> man in a, a trailer sketching out demogorgons and shit. And uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, I knew this would. I knew this day would come. <laughs> and he sallies forth as his firebolt and his wizard staff. Um, Maybe. I mean, shit. If anyone can make it work, it's these these guys. Yeah, uh, maybe they'll find you know a box of Gary Gygax old things, and realize oh boy. By, by the way, hmm. uh, this has nothing to do with this previous statement. Paul Reiser is certainly evil. Absolutely, because he's got to know about the, like. And my only question is: he evil like lazy kind of evil? Like he just thinks doesn't have respect for hopper so he's just not going to investigate this this shit properly does he know about the tunnels no, does he, he knows he knows everything that's but, what but i'm thinking i'm thinking like yeah he's 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 maximum maximum paul riser level bureaucratic yeah. sniveling spineless evil <laughs> for sure like <laughs> he tries to explain why he needs to stop the truth from spreading i feel like the duffer brothers are like you know they're like writing a script like man we need someone that just sells this sleazy Used car salesman, mm-hmm. fucking, you know, just, just, just banality <laughs> of evil guy. And they're like, you know what? Paul Reiser is like, Paul is just sitting by the phone waiting. These roles have dried up. <laughs> These roles like ter- terrorism and, yeah. and, 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 just, and, and f- uh, fantasy over fi- or science fiction have just, just dried these roles up. Yeah. The, the, Shades of gray that have crept into our drama have uh-huh. really just put the kibosh on Paul Reiser's career, uh-huh. but it's coming back. The other thing I'm worried because, like, you know, I've I've fallen in love with Bob, and I forget what you said something in the early going of this episode that made me briefly contemplate. Oh, what if Bob is like working for the evil Paul Reiser? And it <laughs> oh, made no. I actually had a legit 
physical anger response. Like, I got, I got angry at the betrayal. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> prematurely angry. I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, this show's really got to me. Because if Bob turns out that he's actually oh, only man. with Joyce because he's trying to keep a closer eye on the family for and the whole thing, the whole Radio Shack thing's a front, I just L- don't. Let me throw this at you. Uh-oh. So, Will, Will is getting colder and colder, uh-huh. right? Uh, we know that these things are heat sensitive. We uh-huh. talked about maybe a light sensitivity. Yeah. Vampires, specifically Dracula, are light sensitive. I'm about ready to Bob flip the table. dressed as a vampire last episode. <laughs> I think there are connections to be made, is all I'm saying. Yeah, there's tables to flip. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> uh, man. There, there's a lot more to talk about here. Um, yeah, that's right. It's like, I'm like this is just, I, this is so far, I've not even looked at my notes. Yeah, so let's, let's this talk is about this L. shit that came out of me. Okay. Because um, it's super important development, this episode for L. She finds this box of Hopper's uh, notes and records from the Hawkins lab and finds her mom. Yep. Uh, Terry uses, uses that to connect. And I guess she could never find her before because she didn't know what she looked like. Yeah, because she has to have something, right? Like Some a photograph. Because kind of that's how she found the, the, the Russian spy and how she yeah. found the guy in the building. She has to have something that, like, she's a bloodhound. I, I think she needs to know what they look like because she can contact Mike without a photo. Oh, true. Right. So... She, yeah, yeah. She just needs to know what they look like, and now that she knows what her mom looks like, she contacts her. Uh, there, she's spouting some nonsense: three to the right, four to the left, four fifty. I have no idea what that means, but I wrote Mm-mm. it down because it feels important. Um, and she has a breakdown. She's very sad uh, afterward. Well, her mom disapp- dissolves in the smoke. What the hell did that mean? Yeah. Like, was there like someone behind her, the gun to her head that's just waiting for L to make contact or no, it's, I wonder it's what's confusing. What severed? Like, did, did, did she lose focus because of her grief and that's what caused her to dissolve in the smoke? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't, I, I wonder, I don't know. But and and there also, seemed to be a moment of recognition yeah, like, between the two. Well, I mean, that's the thing. She's a she's an MK Ultra subject too, so yeah. like it's not it wouldn't be weird if they were able to make some kind of contact. And it, like if like the heartwarming version of the story goes that Elle is somehow able to restore her mom's sanity through the astral plane. Mm-hmm. That you know, the you think that's where it's going. I, well, I mean, that's the thing. Like Stranger Things does scare you. But the consequences to the main characters so far have been pretty blunted. Like Will got rescued, returned yeah. to his family. Like I, they, yeah, poor Barb died, mm-hmm. um, and you know uh, Benny from the diner died. But like the main, the, the children uh, have been spared so far. So far, except yeah. for Barb again because she's the. Yeah. <laughs> She wasn't a main character. No, she, she wasn't was a, a main child. Character. She was a sub-child. So, like, yeah. I, and then I guess that's the question. Can you, I mean, are you going to kill one of these children? I don't know. I think the potential is there to kill Will. <laughs> the thing is, is, like, the other thing is, like, if this thing is going to have a three or four or five season run, like, the stakes, I think, have to be somewhat contained because if it gets like too apocalyptic too soon, there's no way this can just be contained to Hawkins, Indiana. Yeah. And part of this show's charm is the fact that it is in Hawkins. It'd be like in Fargo had a season that was entirely set in Miami. Like they had an episode in California that was somewhat successful, but if just Fargo moved to Miami, it wouldn't be Fargo. Right. If Stranger Things like starts c- covering the war, the like the global war between the USSR and the USA and struggle over the upside down like is it even stranger things anymore yeah what does stranger things look like if the truth is out 
you know that's... probably late season x-files which is pretty fucking terrible <laughs> truth is out there truth is is truth out there is. just constantly beyond your 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 reach uh okay i don't think we have any answers on what's going to happen with l what about uh th- there are two other things i want to talk about nancy and jonathan uh and their quest their their plan was I guess this was all part of the plan because they go in, they record Dr. Paul Reiser, the evil Dr. Paul Reiser, in what is what can only be described as pristine clarity from inside of a purse that's <laughs> yeah. jostling around as they tour yeah. the facility. Yeah, I don't think they'd get that clear of a recording, but whatever, it's TV. Uh, this was it. This was a big plan. Um, it's it's the plan we thought Hopper had last at the end of last season, where he's going to immediately get taken in. Yeah. Uh, turns out Hopper did not have a plan, but Nancy definitely did. No, he. I mean, he does have a plan because he he alludes to it like I'm making progress with these people. Like he's trying to. Yeah. No, I'm talking about last the end of last season oh. where he gets immediately captured. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Um. Yeah, no, I mean, I think the the question is, I think Na- Nancy's being naive that she's going to be able to take this tape and give it to the newspapers, like the Indie Star. Yeah. And uh, I think this Hawking Laboratory is as far as really powerful. They're able mm-hmm. to warrantlessly wiretap. They're able to make people disappear. They're able to you know, kill citizens of the United States. Like... They, I they, like, they're certainly able to go after the fucking press mm-hmm. and lean, intimidate, steal. Like, uh, as soon as they reveal the existence of this tape, like, it's just going to be like Paul. I can see already Paul Reiser giving this smarmy monologue about, you see, we could have kept it between ourselves, but now there's a whole fucking newsroom that got to get exploded by a gas leak. And, and he puts a bullet in Jonathan's head. <laughs> right. Right. Speaking of, you know, I felt. When I went home last night, I'm like, you know, I don't feel real good about that shot I took of Jonathan. He's probably a legal adult, but still, he's a young guy. And which a, which shot was that? Uh, you know, the 35 year old uh, Ray Liotta face. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I remember that one. Um, I mean, it came from a place of like, yeah, he's like, boy, he's had some, he's had some mileage in the last year. And then this morning, I wake up, and you know what the news alert on my phone was? I do. Yeah, the actor. The plays Jonathan got picked up with a quantity of cocaine moving through an airport. And I'm like, yeah, denied entry. Pump the brakes, kid. Look <laughs> at Ray Liotta. You, you do. You, yeah, you it's watch hmm. Goodfellas, man. You really need to pump, pump the brakes on that powder, kid. I mean, this it's is not doing good things for you. This is so fucking true to the spirit of being in an 80s era kids film, right? I, was I mean, Cor- Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, like, you can think that was of my next point. Yeah. any of those totally. kids would end up in an airport being detained for cocaine possession, any of them. That's the thing, like, statistically, all these children that were just doting over and can't believe how awesome and they're getting all duded up for the uh-huh. Oscars, the Oscars and the Emmys, like, four-fifths of them are going to hit the skids yeah. because this level of fame and wealth and that public attention at this young of an age is, seems like statistically bad news yeah bad news so, so it's already starting that's the real stranger thing going on here yeah the trouble the troubling thing is it usually doesn't begin this early into well, this the life of well that's because like we're not talking about drew barrymore and et traffic and coke we're talking about like it's <laughs> true you know like like josh brolin and the goonies if he'd got yeah, like that yeah. but he seems like he's one of the the ones that survived but maybe because <laughs> you know he was like what 18 19 yeah. So, 
it's happening because this guy, this kid's. Uh, what, I mean, I, I'm sure he's got to be in his early 20s. I think I, we looked up Nancy, and she was. I don't yeah. think she was like. She's certainly not 17. But, no. Uh, maybe we but should yeah, fact I check. Mean, the dude needs to um, maybe cool it on the cocaine. Yeah, not, it's not good. It's not good for you, man. This guy's born in '94, so he's 23. There you go. It's an adult. You can make those decisions, but it's yeah. going to really, going to really uh, put, put, the, going to really flip the odometer fast. All right, let's talk. Um, I, I want, I want to talk about Billy. Yeah, real quickly about who, Billy, who I thought was a, a throwback to Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually, uh, turns out, not just a piece of shit, racist piece of shit. Yeah, it seems like, for, without. Any other detectable reason than looking at Lucas, uh, he judges him as someone you shouldn't hang out with. I mean... Seems seems like a racist thing. That's the thing. Like, you know, they don't wear... I mean, you know this. They don't wear fucking hoods. Like, look around. Like, there's there's a lot more... There's a lot more racist around than we thought, like, five, ten years ago. And Mm -hmm. in 1984, there's a hell of a lot more racists. Now, I know these kids... These guys are from California... Yeah. Again, don't know their background. Don't know, but there's plenty there's of racists in California. Racist in California. There's racist liberals. There's racist Democrats. There's sure, certainly a lot of fucking racist in in small hick towns in Indiana. Maybe that's the one shining point that he's seeing here. Um, but yeah, it's pretty disgusting how he went after Max for hanging around Lucas. Um, yeah. On the other hand, he's got this weird kind of mentoring thing he's doing with Steve. Yeah, he's trying I don't to know what to make of this guy. To Steve, I think. Yeah, so he's he's a shitbag when it comes to his sister, his new sister, apparently. Yeah, like, they're family right, now. Right. And it seems like a recent thing. Yeah. Uh, and he's a shitbag when it comes to Lucas, but yeah. he's trying to, like, tutor Steve and how to be cool. I just think <laughs> Like, how to be the best Steve possible. I just think this is, this, this is, the, this is a page out of the Alpha Playbook, you know? Like, at the, you knock him down, you build him back up. It's like, you know... So yeah, but solidifying I mean, his power. Is he going to build him into a, a true Alpha Steve, or is he trying to build him into the Beta Steve? Well, like, I mean, I, things like that's that's like I think Steve's a good guy, but he really wrestles with you know, like anybody growing up, you wrestle with uh, what kind of person you want to be and what's a, what do you do when your girl hurts you bad for the excuse me for yeah. the first time. Um, so like I, it's it's. I'm glad that he's got, or I don't. I guess I'm glad, but I, I think Billy plays an interesting foil for that continued development. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if Steve just was con- just like the perfect guy this season, I don't think that'd be very realistic either. No, and I guess um, he's sort of the the Steve, the stand-in for early season one Steve, right? Right. Like he's way douchier. Um, sure. than Steve ever There's was. The whole racism angle, right? There's there are actual reasons to dislike Billy, but. Um, you know, Steve was kind of the guy who you were never quite sure about and always seemed to be doing borderline bad things. Yeah. Now Billy has taken it to the limit. Well, plus it's like this thing like rebound effect where like Steve's like, okay, well, maybe I don't have to be douchebags like uh, who were his friends last year? Uh, Tommy and I don't remember the girl's name. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to get with like quote unquote good girl like Nancy and I'm going to do things right. And then it blows up in his face. And now like, you know, there's a tendency to overcorrect from that. Mm-hmm. You know, human behavior is this pendulum. You're always swinging from one side of crazy to the other and trying to get to the middle. So I feel like that's what we're, we're just seeing him swinging around like that. So this is senior year for Steve. For, him, we, yeah. for Steve, yeah. We never talked about that um, when they mentioned it. You think Steve's going to be around next season? 
Because he, he mentioned, oh, maybe I won't go to college, stick around for another year so you don't forget this pretty face. Yeah, because he can work. He, can, he Apparently his dad, we knew that his his family is more well off uh-huh. than the average student because, you know, he's driving a BMW as a junior in high school. And of now course, yeah. His dad's got a company he can just work for. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they will do that. He'll be kind of, I, I mean, I could see a season of him being a James Spader type. James like, Spader type? Yeah, like, you know, the uh, pretty in pink kind of James Spader, the rich asshole kid. Okay. I mean, that's... Who's, yeah. But, but the, the heroine... Kind of he started The as. heroine is... But but she's like, you know, there's a connect, there is a, a connection there. There's something that's intriguing there. Yeah. But, um, and then maybe he recovers. Because I, I, I don't know. I mean, on the other hand, like, at this point on the previous season, I was pretty down on Steve. Like, Steve was already mm-hmm. kind of, like, turned into this this asshole, and then he kind of totally, rapidly redeemed himself. So, yeah. I I've know. seen the trailers. I, mean, I think there's, there's, there's hope for him to redeem himself. I mean, I could see a season... I could see a future for this show without Steve as well. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's essential to uh, really any of the plots. I mean, he's he's obviously closest to Nancy's, yeah. but but Nancy has Jonathan, right? And and they're interesting in their own right, so yeah. you don't really need that drama there once it's kind of played itself out. So yeah. season two could possibly be the last for Steve. And then, and to support that, like we said, like if, if the cast never changes, if no one ever dies, moves away, gets disillusioned, put in prison, committed yeah. to mental institutions, if there's no stakes, then, you know, pe- that it'll it'll defang the show. Like right now there's the potential of danger. Yeah. You know, you like really believe that Will's in danger, but if, if, if nothing ever happens, like if, if in the last act everything gets reset... I don't know how long they can they can hold a narrative tension. Like if L never gets captured, if Will never die, you know. Mm-hmm. Which you know, again, I sound like I'm rooting for the 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 deaths of these little kids. Yeah, I'm maybe just... they'll straight up kill Steve. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, could happen. I mean, Demogorgon he seems to. Him. Yeah, he seems to rush headlong into danger sometimes. Yeah. Uh, without really thinking about it much, so could yeah. be. All right, real quick before we go, I've got two more things that I wanted to mention. One mm-hmm. is. The AV room in this school is fucking glorious. Like, all of this retro equipment is awesome. Yeah. I would love to have a room just like that. Uh, that Modern-day classrooms got, like, fucking th- 3D chalkboards and digital yeah. projections and shit. It's like the the, 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 the transparency projector doesn't exist no, it's, anymore. it's gone. The real, the real. There, there's yep. no such thing anymore. Yep. Um, but I love that old tech. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is... How great this final scene with Hopper where he's digging up the the roots looks because uh, I don't know if it's digital effect that they're doing here, but the orange and yellow juxtaposition they're doing with like, like Hopper's face and, and the then, sky, yeah, it, yeah, it looks amazing. I, I don't know why, but the the composition of that shot is just so good. Yeah, totally. Um, and then with the camera, once he gets into the root system there, the camera turns upside down oh, like we yeah. saw last season. Yeah. That's just, just really a cool effect. Just in case you think it's a normal tunnel under the pumpkin patch. It's <laughs> right. just unusually large Indiana gophers. Like a, there's a primitive <laughs> culture left over from the Ice Age. Nope, it's the upside down. Alright, well, uh, I think we should get back to the to the marathon. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so if you, we're going to get back, but if you want to, uh, send us some feedback for consideration, either at the end of this day, Saturday, or for sure the season two wrap ups send it to stranger things at baldmove.com. Or as I mentioned, the forums have a thread for every episode. So you can, uh, talk spoilers and the relevant episode threads and not spoil each other and have a good time discussing that. I'll probably be trolling that for some feedback later on today. 
and yeah, just follow along on social media and baldmove.com and subscribe to the podcast uh, if, with your tool of choice if you want to know the second that our episodes drop. So we got two more for today, three more for tomorrow. Uh, we'll get back to it. See ya. <laughs>